Welcome into the very first episode of Fifth and Broad. Sounds so good. It does sound good. I like it already. <sighs> I like it already too. Mm-hmm. Whoever came with it, came up with it, is the man. Thank you. Well, here we go. Already it, starting yeah, off it, humble. It, it, we're we're less than a minute in, and Ricky's already patting himself on the back. I'm Chase. I'm He's, Amber. That's Amber. <laughs> He's Ricky. You're supposed to interview, introduce the lady first. Yeah. Because she's a lady. Yeah. She's the broad in Fifth and Broad. It's true. <laughs> That's very it's true. true. And you're not being you're not being a gentleman right I'm now. I'm sorry. Good job, I'm very Chase. Sorry. Strike Amber, more. the Amber, the one and only Amber. It's true. And then Ricky. Yeah. And then me. And then you. You're the last person that we should name. Because you're the host. I'm the something. I don't know what that is, but I'm the something. This is so true. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy to be here. All right, so we're going to we're kind of we're going to start things off. We got we got a big show. Legarrette Blunt, two time Super Bowl champion, running back in the NFL. He's going to be our first guest on our first show. We had to go big for the first show. You have to go big. Go big or go home. You got to give That's America, true. and not just America, but the world, some blunt force trauma. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> Talk about an intro. You know what? That is a nine point three. On the Richter scale. You know yep. what? No one has ever given me no higher than a 9.0 on the Richter scale. So oh, I got you. Thank you so much, buddy. So we figured we'd start the show because right now, if you're still listening, and you are, you're going, well, who the hell are these guys and, and girl. girl? And girl. And broad. And broad. What What are they doing? Why are they making a podcast? And so I will let the lady go first. That's sweet. I know. That's I, sweet. I, I and this is ladies night. And the feel is right. <laughs> oh, yes, this lady's night. Oh, what a, oh, what a night. That's like her intro. <laughs> Ricky's going to sing it. <laughs> We're sorry already. Um, oh, okay, so I'm Amber. I'm a professional tweeter. I'm a bikini competitor. Wow. Now, hold Just on. an overall badass, really. You really are. Yeah. We've known you for a while. You are an overall badass, but you said bikini competitor. Indeed. Okay, so what does that entail? Um, well, it's kind of weird. When I bring this up, a lot of people think that means I just like um, participate in drunken bikini contests at yeah. pool parties in Vegas. Um, but that's not actually that's what, what I Ricky do. does. That's actually. what Ricky does. It, it is yeah. what I do. I actually have a competition next Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, at the Holiday Inn Express. He started as a judge, and then he just decided to participate He's not himself. really a bikini competitor, but he stayed at a Holiday Inn Express. <laughs> I did. I did. The one on M. Hill Pike. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, okay, so it's a, it's a fitness thing. Um, but it's basically you stand up on a stage in a bikini and stripper heels, and you try to have the best body out of all the other people standing on stage in stripper heels. So I have a question. Do you have music playing in the background? You don't. You don't. Not in my division. Like, if you're in the, the physique comp- competition, they actually have, like, whole routines where they have music and they're choreographed and whatnot, but I'm not I'm not that fancy. I have enough trouble just, like, standing up there without falling. You're so fancy. Yeah. Have you practiced on a stage in your heels yet? No. See, I practice in a room surrounded by mirrors in, in a gym. Well, that's not too bad. Well, that's kind of cool. Well, I would I would practice on the stage because you know. Well, you don't have. I, I mean, I don't just have access to stages, Ricky. I don't, you're, like, maybe you're big time, and this is true. But it's kind of like a football player. You know, when you go practice on a field turf, you know, you go practice on field turf. Yeah. When you go practice on grass, you go practice on grass. You know, when you're getting ready to play at a dome, you go in a bubble. So that's why I was saying that. I Wise mean, words sense. from Ricky. Thank it you. makes sense. If you want to rent me out of theater, I, I'll go and I will practice my ass off. Let's go to the bell court. I think what Ricky really wants to know is how one walks in stripper heels. That's a great question. Uh, lots of practice. It's uh, it's not easy. It's not easy. But the hardest part is the posing routine because you basically have to get up there and make like a full 360, but do it like gracefully and sex sexy-ish. Sex, sexfully? Sexfully. sexfully, I like that. You have to do, word. Grace- word. You have like to do it gracefully and sexfully, um, so that you don't look awkward, and that's that's the hard part for me. I probably would uh, would look awkward. I definitely would not look awkward. Well, you, I've walked. We've already hills. established that you participate yes. in bikini competitions exactly. already. I finished third out of two. Hi yo. Do all right, now let's uh, move over to you. Yes. The Richter scale. The Richter scale. Well, a lot of people already know who I am. I'm best friends with you two. 
Yeah, you, guys, you are. You guys. That's kinda, really your claim to fame. Yeah, you guys kind of adopted me. I was on the side of the road, and you guys were like, "Hey, look at that little black kid." And <laughs> that's actually exactly what Chase said. You're like, hey, hey. you were like, <laughs> like maybe we can make another Michael Lore. And so I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'll do anything for a sandwich. <laughs> the truth is, guys, we found him at Tootsie's. This is yes. true. We found him at Tootsie's okay. trying to shoot a shot with some girl that was in town from uh, Walla Walla or Poughkeepsie, New York or Walla Walla, Washington exactly. or something like that. I was there with John Burden and um, Johnny Nashville. Johnny Nashville. He was there uh, shooting, <laughs> shout a shot, out. shooting a shot as well. So, uh, hey, John, I miss you, buddy. So that's my story. <laughs> I'm a lifelong Nashvilleian. Uh, spent a little time in Cincinnati, so I guess I'm not lifelong. In the, in the natty? Yeah, a uh, little natty here and there, and then came back here about 97. Regular natty or natty light? Natty light. Okay. Um, I used to oh, So, come so many down. memories of college. Oh, Whoa. God. Good times. Yeah, Whoa. great times. I used to come to Nashville when I was a kid, when we were up in Cincinnati, and I used to say, man, this city sucks. This is a boring town. And then we moved back here in 97, and it was almost like that was the start of of the renaissance of Nashville. And now we get to see how big the city is. And it's because of me. Yeah. I think I, I agree with that. Yeah. It's because of me. You know, I, I'm like the chamber of commerce. You know, people go like, Oh, Hey, there's Nashville. Oh, there's Rick. Well, I call you the mayor. Mm-hmm. That's so true. You are the mayor. Thank you. So much. no disrespect to mayor Megan Barry. Who's the coolest mayor true. in cool. the United States. True. And, and low key, since this is a podcast, she can get it. <laughs> Like, me and Chase met May- Megan Barry, Mayor Megan Barry, a few weeks ago, and she is so beautiful. She's short, but she is so beautiful. I heard that the most beautiful girls are short. Actually, they it's very true. are. If you're under five five, you can get those dots. What? Uh, I'm moving on. I'm just moving on. Ricky, uh, you also just recently became a dad. I did. I forgot to mention that. Uh, <laughs> Great start. Hey, there's my daughter. No. <laughs> Be like, hey, do you have a kid? Oh, that's right, I do. Oh, yeah, she's at home. I forgot her. No, yeah, I became a father a few uh, few weeks ago, if you're listening. Um, and she has made my world a thousand times better. She is an awesome uh, asset to my company. That's that's awesome. Yeah, she's, new, she's the new CEO. So what have you learned in your first few weeks of fatherhood? Uh, by the way, uh, she was born on t- at 10.03 p.m. And I yes. think there's somebody in this room that actually called that time. Not quick to story, toot his own horn or Quick anything. story. We were texting. I had told Chase and, and Amber that she was getting ready to go into labor. And um, Chase basically said, uh, over under 10.03. I took the over. Amber took the over. I think Chase took the under. And it was that exact. No, you both took the under. I took the over. No, we took the over. Yeah, we took the over. Cause I, the over. I, was, I specifically okay. remember taking the over. Yeah, I was told it, it, it could be a while. Yeah. Okay. So we were, we were bracing for March over. 24. Like yeah. a marathon. Right. Yeah. And so uh, next thing you know, I'm looking at the clock and she's delivering. And I'm looking at the clock. I'm looking at her. Baby pops out. I'm looking at the clock. I said, is that 10.04? And the doctor says, congratulations. At 10.03, you became a dad. I was like. <laughs> Oh, crap. I got to call Chase. So, <laughs> so to recap, the entire time his first child was being born, Ricky was most concerned about the over-under. Actually, I was concerned about two things. I was, I was concerned. Obviously, I was concerned about, you know, my girlfriend and the baby. But I was also concerned about the time and then the game that was on the TV. <laughs> it was Kansas versus, I want to say, Iowa State or Baylor. And I was watching that game. While I was helping her out with the birth, because I cannot look down while she was giving birth. It's just, if you've never been a, a, nur- a nursery room, delivery room, whatever you want to call it, don't go. Unless you're having, like, unless you're being a father. If you're just like a random person, don't go. It's well, disgusting. I don't know how often random people just wander into delivery rooms. <laughs> you know, it happens. People are just like, hey, I want to go see a childbirth today. Nobody like, says no, that. I don't, I don't Zero think people ever, have ever said that. Okay. Ever say that. Well, let's keep it that way. So I, I guess my question, and, and Amber, you do not have children. You have three dogs. Yeah. And a boyfriend. So maybe that's four children. But, yeah, but close enough. But uh, but if, uh, you know, your future husband uh, or whatever, and you're giving birth and they're not in there, I, I think that's probably going to end poorly for, oh, yeah. for said person. Oh, yeah. Um, it won't. It won't be pretty. 
Yeah. It, if you think so you child, if you think childbirth yeah. is ugly, you just make me mad and see what yeah. happens. Oh God, <laughs> let's not make Amber mad. <laughs> no, never, ever. It's a bad. It's a bad Amber idea. A I don't want to be on her list. Don't be on the list. You, you know, very few people are actually list. on my list. I'm a really nice person. I promise. That's good. You are. That's why we hang out with you. That's why we're doing a podcast with. I you. have several people on my list. Well, we'll do that for another episode. We'll we'll read off Ricky's list. I do. You just made the list one day. Not Chase. No. Chase didn't make the list. Chase does make a list. The list of my heart. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh my gosh. so sweet. Okay, so one thing that we're going to add to this is uh, you're going to give some dad advice every week. Yes. And you already have one piece of dad advice. Just one, because I'm starting out. I'm fresh to it. When you change your daughter or son's diaper, always go front to back. Don't go back to front, because then she will cry repeatedly she cries anyway because she doesn't like getting her diaper changed i don't know why i would feel great like hey i have a new underwear on <laughs> she's like hey keep my shitty diaper on <laughs> you know it's like like come on girl like i'm trying to help you out here i'm cleaning you up putting a nice little wipe on you and then nice. new, new huggies and she's like leave them old huggies on like what's, what's up with that <laughs> like you really are your dad or your, your dad's kid you know, I like wearing two-day-old underwear sometimes. <laughs> that's too much information. We're, we're going to edit that out. <laughs> no, no, we're no, not, no, but that's we're, too much we, information. We really want to get to know our co-hosts on a personal level. Oh, trust me. And we've, a, we've gotten there. there you we're do, 12 minutes in. We've you, gotten there. You could do like three episodes of my personal life. So I guess it's my turn? Yes, let's hear about Chase's personal Holy life. Holy shit, I forgot all about your turn. <laughs> Thanks. That's wow. number two. Thank you. I know. You're keeping count. <laughs> So, uh, I'm a Nashville native, born and raised. Uh, my family is all from here. Um, and I, uh, I work in a, in a business that I guess is, uh, sometimes I feel like I'm similar to a struggling musician that uh, lives in town, but I enjoy it. I'm in the media business and, uh, you know, as you can tell, I'm doing a podcast probably is right up my alley. Uh, I met these two clowns, uh, you know, going out and about, we met Ricky at Tootsie's, as we've already established. That's correct. Um, I was a struggling person in life. Amber and I met on Tinder, so <laughs> this is true. It was this uh, is true. We just, you know, decided to swipe right and uh, became best friends. Actually, she met the swipe left, but she actually hit was a, <laughs> the super like button instead. <laughs> no. And it turned out to just be a great friend. Uh, and she friendship. was like, she felt bad. It was like, I don't want to have to unlike this guy. And see, here's the thing. I always, you know, become the friend. So it's great. It's not wrong with that. It's that's how, that's a, you know, Ricky and I just, he's like, man, look, I like you a lot, but uh, I just think we should be friends. We should just be friends. You know? you know, the first time Chase and I ever hung out was at a Jimmy Buffett concert with my yes. mom and uh, yes. Ricky was supposed to go, but he bailed on us. I remember that. You did. I remember that. I think someone... I had a ticket in my pocket for you. Well, I only know like one Jimmy Buffett song. How do you only know one Jimmy Buffett song? Well, I'm going to give you one reason why. I'm fat. (laughs) You thought I was going to say something? (laughs) Just for the record, podcast people, I'm white. (laughs) You can be anything you want to be on a podcast. This is so true. You can be anything you want to be. I am... I'm mother. What, what did uh, Tiger Woods say? He's Cabal Asian. That's me. Cabal Asian. I think that's the word. Don't look it up, Chase. You, you got mad at me the other night because I called you Coco Beware. So you sure did. <laughs> hey, wait, Ricky. What? What? Um, what Jimmy Buffett song do you know? Um, can't remember the name of it. Margaritaville. Everybody knows Margaritaville. Probably Margaritaville. No, what's the one where he's like fins to the left, fins to the right? Fins. That's called fins. That's the name of the song is called fins. Yes. Because he mentioned Cincinnati. He does? Yeah. She came, she came down, down from, from Cincinnati. That's the most I'm ever going to sing on this podcast. Took That's her three days on a train. I always <laughs> thought, and this is a story about young Ricky, and since we're talking about Jimmy Buffett, I always thought Jimmy Buffett was from Cincinnati because he always did shows at this place called Riverbend, and it was on the river, and he would sell it out. There'd be 30,000 people there. And I was like, oh, man, he must be a local guy. And then once I got older, he had his own restaurant. I was like, Holy shit, this guy is famous. Three. Very famous. Three. And uh, then I started to learn more and more about Jimmy Buffett. I think he owned the Dolphins for like one year or something. No, I don't think he owned the Dolphins. He had uh, his beer company, Landshark, had Namie Wright. That's it. Isn't he one of their part owners? Don't they have like 25,000 owners or something? She's right. It's, it's roughly 25,000, yeah. 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 
a whole bunch of celebrities. Give or take a few. Yeah. Because well, Serena, she owns some of well, the I thought Jennifer Lopez, I thought Jeff- right? I thought oh. Jeffrey, Ro- was it Jeffrey Ross? It's Stephen Ross. Stephen Ross. You're thinking about Jeffrey Loria. Okay, whatever. You got mixed up. You combine the two owners of Miami. Well, I don't Fergie. know. I don't Fergie. keep up with all the Fergie owners in the owns NFL. owns part of the Dolphins. Fergie does own part of the Dolphins. The Serena, Serena Williams does too, and Venus. I'm go. looking this up. Look it up. Look it up. Chase is right now on a, a, a certain search engine website that's very synonymous with search engines, and it's not Yahoo, because Yahoo sucks. It's called RickyNoShit.com. There you yeah. go. One. Look it up. <laughs> that's what it is. Yes. <laughs> RickyNoShit.com. <laughs> <laughs> make sure I trademark I, that. I, hope, make I, hope that that's an actual, I hope that's an actual website. I'm going to make that a website, and I don't know what's going to be on that site, but <laughs> damn it, I'm going to make it. <laughs> RickyNoShit.com. <laughs> you could do a, a stick figure animation of how to properly change a diaper. Chase, my grandmother loves listening to me on the radio every once in a while. And she's going to listen to this podcast. And I'm going to hear from her. And I don't give a shit. <laughs> grandmother, I'm going to cuss all I want to on this podcast. So get ready. Shout Come out to Ricky's on. grandma. Shout, Shout out to my grandma. She's Shout like, out to Ricky's grandma. Shout out to Cynthia. Shout out to Cynthia. That woman is, she's an angel. She I won't is. cuss at her. Don't she's, do that. she's my she's my main. All right. So something worth now that we've gotten past the getting to know you portion of the program. Yes. Uh which ironically and this could be for another day, but uh when I'm, you know, meeting a, a young lady for the first time, I always kind of make that joke of this is the getting to know you portion of the program. Yes. Maybe I shouldn't make that I don't know. You probably shouldn't, because then that's when she's like, Go fuck yourself. <sighs> yeah. And then she walks away and then she starts talking to but me. But I've never been told that. Like, I rarely get told that. You it's always to, you just... You rarely get told what? Go f*** He yourself. gets told that all the time. This so is so true. He's not really sure what you're saying. A tradition like any other is me getting told to fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Forget the masters. Forget the masters. Hashtag Nashville Nights. This forget, is the tradition. For, forget Jim Nance. Hello, it's, friends. It's, it's always, go fuck yourself, dude. And I'm like... And then we laugh and laugh and laugh. And then I look at her and I just go, why I oughta? And then why I oughta? To the moon. <laughs> exactly. And then I walk away. Well played. But... All right, so... To know, are we still doing getting to know you? No, no, we're done oh, with we're getting done to know you. Oh, okay. we're, we're moving on now. Oh, okay. On to something completely different. Uh, our hypothetical question of the week. And we're like going to put this out... A social media expert, Amber. We're going to put this out on the Twitter. Correct. Because we want to know everyone's answers on this. Which is at Fifth and Broad. At Fifth and Broad. Not like actually meet us at Fifth and Broad. You just go on Twitter. <laughs> right. I mean, it's, if you want to come to Fifth and Broad, you'll probably find us. Feel free to come to where we are usually. Yeah. Feel free. Right. I'll make sure I don't know you. But we want you to answer this question on Twitter. I think it's a good question. And it's something that we can have a debate about. Yeah. Amber, what is the question? Okay. The hypothetical question of the week is brought to you by no one yes with sponsor sponsor tba um would you rather win a professional sports championship that being the super bowl the world series stanley cup and whatever the nba championship is called um, daniel bryan trophy oh. larry larry O'Brien. i've screwed up twice now with names daniel bryan i'm back ba- you get daniel <laughs> bryan i don't know did you mix with like daniel bryan and, and like shane o'brien i'm up? sure there's a daniel larry bryan somewhere O'Brien. <laughs> shout out to larry o'brien who's, who's now rolling in his brain because you fucked up his trophy oh boy. i'm sorry okay all right so okay back to the question at hand would you rather win <laughs> the daniel bryan trophy no would we're off the rails. Uh, All okay. right. Okay. Would you rather win a professional sports championship or an Olympic gold medal? We're going to let the lady go first. Go first. Okay. Um, my answer is simple. An Olympic gold medal, 100%. And that is because, one one reason really. Okay. Say, say, you, say you play for a team like the New York Yankees or okay. the New England Patriots. One of those teams that's like historically good but everyone hates you for it yeah they piss um, everybody off yeah they so make good. everyone mad right it's so, incredible now this interrupt you that we're saying that the patriots are historically good we're like well have you not been paying attention the last yeah. 20 years well that, uh, 17 years. let's 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 keep what? it real here 17 Ever. from from the beginning of the nfl to 2000 they were a shit franchise they only went to two super bowls and lost both and got blown out in both right but now they're like you know the cream of the crop 
Right. All right. Continue. But, continue. Okay. So my point is, there's a lot of teams, Cowboys, uh, any uh, name them, you know, who um, do well and people hate them for it. So say you win, a, say you win a Super Bowl with the Dallas Cowboys um, in Dallas, or maybe even in most of Texas, you're a hero. But then if you go elsewhere, no one likes you. Ever, no one likes you because you, yeah, because you're a cowboy. They don't want you there. They don't care that you want a Super Bowl ring. They don't like you because you're a cowboy. But if you win an Olympic gold medal, you're an American hero. 100%. You can go to any bar in this country and drink for free for the rest of forever. Yes. And, okay. and, and let's just be real. Like wearing a gold medal looks so much cooler than wearing a ring. I would wear it everywhere. Everywhere. Oh, I would wear it during sex. I'm like, whose gold medal is this? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> All right. My- Oh, we're gonna get pulled after one. All right, um, Chase, what do you think? Yeah, Chase, your turn. Okay, I'm gonna I'm going to take the opposite here. Now, look, I will say that I think winning a gold medal is is a great accomplishment. Being able to play for your country and represent them, whether it's the U.S., Canada, Russia, whatever the case may be, I think that is is truly an honor. So I'm not discounting that at all. But when you sign up, when you when you are a, an athlete that ends up going to the NBA or the NHL or NFL or Major League Baseball, NASCAR, what whatever pro sport you want to put in there, soccer, MLS, you you have signed a contract to go play for that league, to play for that team, and everybody has the same goal. They want to win a championship. So my my take is like if that's what I'm doing for a majority of my career because a majority of my career I'm focused on winning a championship in that league. True. So I want that's what I want. That's my goal. If I am able to represent my country in the Olympics and also win a gold medal, hell yeah, sign me up. But when you look at all of the four major sports leagues, the the NFL obviously they don't compete in the Olympics, but you have baseball. But if, fin- if they did, the United States would absolutely destroy oh, they everyone. Would kick everyone. It would be ass. great. Would yeah, be it would be no question. <laughs> that's, why they're, well, that's why it's not an Olympic sport because it's American football. I'm just you saying. Know? I, mean, I know. America. I, I'd take the gold medal. Of course. Just- of course. But you have just a small percentage of athletes that actually get to go and represent their country. So then you have the other guys like, you know, me, that it, it would be that. Like I'm not gonna get picked to go to the Olympics, but I want to be on a team. Never give up on your dreams, Chase. Yeah, Chase. I know. I want to be on a team where I, I can win a championship in my sport. So that's why I would take the the championship over the gold medal if I only had to pick one. Now, I'm gonna kind of be devil advocate for both. Okay. Pro championship, you have. Uh, if you have, a, if you're a good professional athlete, you have a good ten to twelve year window to win a championship, right? Depending on the sport, your gold medal Olympic style athlete in a certain sport, let's just say judo or taekwondo, you really only have one chance. I mean, just one chance. Maybe, Maybe. it depends on the sport and depends on your age. And it's let's every just, four years. It's every four years. You never know what's going to happen. Um, Unless you're Sean White and you compete in both, yeah, that's there. That's very true. I but, have a funny Sean White story. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that later. But uh, tomato, I would definitely take the gold medal, just because what Amber said, wearing a gold medal around town, you know, going to the White House, which you go to the White House if you want a championship too, but you actually, Huge. it's almost like a personal. Yeah, there you go, bigly. You you get a personal visit with the president. Like if you're in, the, if you want to. Super Bowl, you don't really get a personal visit. It's all, it's a group visit. You win a gold medal, you know, you get your own time with the president, your senator, your congressman. You get to enjoy those, you know, benefits of winning the Olympic gold medal. So, And plus, there's a nice little check when you win the gold medal, too. Uh, all about the Benjamins, right? It really is. It really is. Don't you, like, isn't it pretty much an automatic sponsorship if you win a gold medal? Like, oh, somebody's yeah. going to yeah. give you money to to I, rep their brand, right? I hate to say the company, because they don't sponsor the show, but Home Depot, they they sponsor a lot of the uh, Olympic athletes. Right. So, uh, yeah. It's true. And I McDonald's. Mean, McDonald's does McDonald's a lot of that. does do a lot of that. You, can, eat, you can probably, fries. yeah, you could probably eat French fries and McFlurries for the rest of your life and never have to pay Which for them. Is, unless the ice cream machine is broke. Which is always. <laughs> it's always. Which is such bull- 
too. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck your ice cream machine. I'll just exactly. make it at home. Damn ice cream machine. Mm. So along these lines, and you can uh, answer, we'll put the question up there and we'll read some of your answers to this on next week's show on episode two, but go to at fifth and broad on Twitter and let us know what you think. Yes. Because we, we are curious of everybody's thought. And the Twitter yes. account is at fifth, the number five, T-H-A-N-D. Yes. B-R-O-A-D. Broad. Yeah. There you go. At fifth and broad. And we want to hear your opinion. We might think you're wrong, but we still want to hear your opinion. Unless you're wrong. Unless you're ISIS. Then I don't give a shit about your opinion. Right. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. America. Uh, America. So along these lines, and we'll have LeGarrette Blunt join the show here in uh, just a few. Give you some blunt force trauma. Yeah, you, you said that already. <laughs> Damn it. But along these You only li- get patted on the back once, Ricky. Damn you can't just keep saying the same thing. I like pats the, uh, on the back. The NA- and clean diapers. Yes, and clean diapers. Are you done? We made Ricky change his pants <laughs> before he came in here. Amber brought up clean diapers. I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, Chase, don't be a dick. I'm not. Jeez, that's Maybe a little be. bit. That's, I'm the dick. You're. He's you're the just- podcast dictator over here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well played. <laughs> and we're out. Ricky also provides sound effects. <laughs> wow. But the, the NHL decided this week they're not going to allow their players to go participate in the Olympics next year, 2018, um, in South Korea. And you have some players that have come out and basically said, look, I'm going I'm to go play either Before way. Before you finish, the, the, the next Winter Olympics is in South Korea? Yes. Who the fuck would want to go over there? That sounds like a bad idea. That's a terrible idea. Why would I want to go to South Korea? Because the next place over is North Korea. They're going to bomb the shit out of you, probably. (laughs) Yeah, watch out for those people, man. They're crazy. (laughs) Hopefully, they're not listening to South Korea. I love the South Koreans. Shout out to South Korea. Shout Shout out to to South Korea. God, shout out to South Korea. You guys make some great food. (laughs) Love me some Korean barbecue. I thought you were going to say women. (laughs) I, I, hey, they do. Vietnamese, too. True. Up. Lay oceans. Anyway. <laughs> Continue with Anywho, your rants. What do you guys think about that? The NHL not allowing players. See, this is, this is where I'm like, look, if they want to go represent their country, then I understand it's an inconvenience for the league to take two weeks off. But you've already opened the can of worms when you allowed this however many years it's been when is, when you it, allowed them to go is that their reasoning because they have to take 2 weeks off from the season it's one of the one of the reasons they're giving it, but that's what they've had to do before i yeah. mean it doesn't change anything well i mean every sport kind of has that little inconvenience you know i mean like when you've got like baseball the world i i understand it's not during the season but it's during prime spring training time right, when you would yeah. want your would you would want your premier players to be getting that time in and they're out playing in the world baseball classic every few years you know so like every sport kind of has a little bit of that um the wnba is the same way um so uh, to me i think first wnba reference on the show check that off and never (laughs) mention them again this is this is ricky (laughs) wow i love the wnba you know we're just gonna turn this mic off for a minute (laughs) damn you chase So it, my, but see, that's my thing. Like you, you've been allowing this, right? And these are the best players in the world. Now you have some in the KHL, I get, but these are the best players in the world. And if you're the IOC, which look, that's a corrupt organization, and they they have their problems. But if you're the IOC, you want to have these players. It's yeah. like you you want to have the NBA players. You want to have they brought golf back. You want to have the the best golfers in the world participating in the Olympics. Yeah. Because it's, as we all know, it's all about TV. It's all about revenue and, and things like that now. So that's one thing. But if these guys have that sense of country and they want to go play for their country and win a gold medal, it's their right. And I, I think that the league shouldn't dictate that they can't go do that. I agree. You know, that that's kind of my... I'm going to hit you with this. Okay. If the NHL players don't go, who goes in their place? It'll be college players and so there, is there like amateurs. college players from Latvia? I don't know because wouldn't the Latvia send their? But I mean, how players? many how many NHL players from Latvia are there? But I mean, I know there's a few, but they how? have professional leagues in like insert shitty European country here. 
Well, but that's okay. That's not. This is just the NHL. So they basically don't want USA to Canada to win. That's what it sounds. Like. I, I mean, this is and just, Russia. Well, this, Russia will win too. Well, they have the KHL. Players. Yeah, they have the so, KHL. So, like, if the KHL allows their players, and then you have, you know, leagues in Sweden and Switzerland and Finland and and all the European leagues, they're going to allow their players. I mean, it's still not going to be as good of a product because because a lot of the best players from those countries are all here in the NHL. This is true. On a sm- on, it's on a smaller scale, it's like when people don't like the Pro Bowl because players like Tom Brady or whoever whoever else don't want to go. Right, because the, the best Bowl. player Ricky. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've, I've never liked the Pro Bowl even as a as a kid you I kind of You don't even think it. it's remotely entertaining? Hell no. Well, what, turn, I thought it was better is, this year. What, hold on. What is the reasoning for that? Is because is it because a lot of the best players don't play in it? Not so much. It's more flag football. Don't put the pads on. Just make a flag football. Just have on shorts and a, and a shirt and some uh, cleats and just say, "Hey, let's go toss the pigskin around." And I will watch that. Don't 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 tease me with, "Hey, I'm wearing pads." All right, let's go knock some heads around. Eh, not really. I'm just going to two tap you. How do you feel about the like the NBA All Star Game? I like it to a I point. I can't stand it. I like the All-Star game to a point. When it's the fourth quarter and they get serious. That's it. I, I like the dunking it. contest. I like I like Yeah, the, I like that. The skills stuff. Saturday night is the best night cuz you know you got the skills competition, dunk contest, three-point shootout. They got that new uh the the rookies versus the world or whatever yeah. they call it All-Star game. So I like that, but yeah, only only good thing about the NBA All Star Game is the the fourth quarter when they get serious. That's about it. And we just veered off into a different subject. Well, I mean that's what we do. That's sometimes. what we do. Yeah. I mean that's, that's what discussion. Call, that's why it's called fifth and broad because we have a broad range of topics. Mm-hmm. Look at you, Ricky, dropping knowledge. He just he just dropped a pen as if he dropped, dropped the mic. I know. I did salt bait, salt bay, whatever he calls himself. What? You know that salt the guy? meme with the salt. I guess he's, uh, you know one. meme is only good for like two weeks and then everybody forgets about it. Yeah, so. that's kind of like what. Like, hey, what happened to Terrio? Like, whatever happened to that kid? It, really, whatever happened to Terrio? See, you don't even know. I don't even know who that is. He's this little fat black kid that used to do these dances, <laughs> and um, people would make fun of him and such. And <laughs> 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 and he's just randomly falling off the earth. Like, whatever happened to little Terrio? He used to do these little ooh kill him dances and then he just ooh killed. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna look we're gonna look this kid up. We are and then next podcast, next episode, we're gonna have an update for you on Lil Terrio. Yes. Where where are they now? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> well if in case you don't know what any of these things that Ricky is talking about are, um, Don't worry, Ricky gonna, doesn't know either. No, he doesn't. But we're gonna we're gonna see if they actually exist and if they do, we're gonna send them out on the on the Twitter account so y'all can see a little bit of little Terrio dancing. Get me Terrio on the show. I need him on the show. Just we'll work him. on that. If anybody knows Lil Terrio, hit us up at yeah. Fifth and Broad and let us know. At Fifth and Broad. The the five is the number five. All right, we promised it earlier on the show that we were kicking things off with a bang on episode one of Fifth and Broad, and we are going to deliver now LeGarrette Blunt, two-time Super Bowl champion running back. He is the 2016 touchdown champion running back, right, and he yeah. is also the leading rusher on my fantasy team. Yeah, I, that's, I think really that's the probably most important the most thing. important yeah. thing. I think LeGarrette truly probably cares about that. the most important thing. That's there right. he is, LeGarrette Blunt. <laughs> LeGarrette, how are you? I'm great, man. How are you guys? Thank you guys for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, we appreciate you uh, coming on with us for our first show. But I, I guess the obvious question we have to start out with is you did just win the Super Bowl again for a second time. So what was the the celebration like for you, getting the Lombardi Trophy for the second time in your career, which a, a lot of guys, they, they can say they never even got it one time. Now you got two. Um, I mean, just like you said, man, just winning it one time is an amazing feeling. But, you know, Winning it twice, you put yourself in the elite category. There's a lot of guys, you know, that um that are in the Hall of Fame. There are a lot of guys that have done a lot of amazing things in this league that have never even touched the playoffs, you know. So you got to take that as a blessing and and continue to and continue to do what you got to do to make sure I can get back again. But Gary, that first moment when you got to hold the Lombardi Trophy after you guys won thirty four to twenty eight, did you kiss it? Did you, you know, what, what exactly did you do? Because a whole bunch of people touched that thing. I wouldn't kiss it. So <laughs> I wouldn't care. It, 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 uh, it did get touched by a lot, a lot of people. 
I don't know how many uh, I don't know how many people touched it before I did, so I was a little hesitant to put my lips on it. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's but I tell you what, it's, that's one of those that's one of those things that you'll that you'll never you'll never take for granted. You know, um, there's obviously Tom, Tom has won a bunch of Super Bowl trophies, so I mean it's not it's not nothing new to him. It, um, he's told me that you know. The feeling of, of of winning it is like winning your first every time. So he wasn't lying about that. Um, so when I first got it, you know, I hugged it, held it tight, and it was and it wasn't cold in there. It wasn't freezing in that place. Obviously, we were in Texas, but the the trophy for some odd reason always stays freezing cold. So I hugged it and and I tried to follow it all the way up to the stage, but it got out of my hand, and then it, it just went missing from there. Now I did notice a couple people had a solution to the to the Jeremy Trophy uh, problem. Uh, Devin McCourty brought his own towel and wiped it off where he kissed it to make sure it was a little more sanitary. That's probably what I should have done. Um, but to be honest, if I would have brought it to my house, they probably would have never seen it again. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's places that uh, there's places that you uh, they give us like you know um, papers and they give us like places to go and uh, people to talk to that you can get a replica of it. Looks exactly like it, the same size, everything. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's not the real one, but it looks exactly like it. If you sat it next to it, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. And um, that's, that's kind of the route that I took. So the only person that has ever touched my Lombardi trophy is me. Oh, that's cool. That's so he, cool. so you have your own that you just kind of have on display. Exactly. I have my um, – so they have, they have the same thing. Um, for the first ones, and I didn't get one of the first ones because I didn't really know how it looked. I had never really seen like a replica of it before, and then I was really salty when all the other guys got theirs, and it looked exactly the same, so I wasn't <laughs> going to miss the chance of getting it this time. So I have a question. With the Stanley Cup, everybody gets you know one day with it. They take it to their home country, their home city. Do you get the same with the actual Lombardi trophy? Nah, I don't think they chance that. <laughs> even though, even though they probably, they, even though they they trust all the guys on the team and they'll know who has it, I still don't think that they trust. Any, I still don't they think that they trust people to bring back the actual trophy. You know, I mean that is, I mean that's one of the you know one of the most sacred trophies. Or that's one of the trophies that is harder harder than anything to get. You know, so I don't think they would. I don't think they. I mean, you never know. Guys have kids. You know, guys have family. When they come over, they probably want to touch it. You know, you don't want a chance breaking that. God knows how much it costs. Probably, probably a good move. Um, speaking of going home. Uh, the whole Super Bowl check if you break that. <laughs> <laughs> don't break it. Yeah. Uh, okay, don't so s- speaking of going home, you had, um, obviously there was the big parade up in New England, but then you you had kind of your own little parade when you went home to Perry, right? I did. I did. Um, I had one the first time too, um, and the second the second one was just as sweet. I mean, it was it was an amazing time. Um, just the fact that I can share share you know moments like that and things like that with my hometown, which is a very small place. And I mean, as as to my knowledge, I don't know anyone that has gone to the NFL from from my hometown. So I, I think I'm I think I'm the first one. So every time I go home, I'm and no matter if it's after I win the Super Bowl or if I'm just going on a regular trip, I'm always embraced the same way, you know. And um, they love celebrating it with me. They love they love being a part of it, and I love having them a part of it. You know, it's it's something that a lot of guys don't get to share with um with their hometown. So you went back to uh, Perry, Florida, which is your home city. Did they give you like a Legarrette Blunt day, a, a key to the city? I do. I have <laughs> I do have a Legarrette Blunt day, and I do have the key to the city. You know, um, which is also an is, is also an amazing thing. You know, um, you have to you definitely have to have a lot of accomplishments in order for in order for you to get you know that kind of notoriety or that kind of respect from your hometown or from anywhere. So, um, you know, every time I go home, I try to make it back on that same day every every year. You know, but I, obviously I can't. But they celebrate it every year, so that's a good thing. That's and they and they make sure that I'm a part of the celebration and they make sure that I'm. You know that I know that they they're proud of me. So basically, your day is like the equivalent of President's Day in Perry, Florida. <laughs> Man, stop it! <laughs> your day is like a federal holiday in Perry, Florida. They 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 definitely. I I can tell you one thing. Um, 
the treatment that I get when I go home is amazing. You know, um, it's, it's one of, it's one of the few places that I can go and I can go to, I mean, I, we only have one Walmart. We only have a couple stoplights. Like we don't have, it's not huge, but it's one of the places that I can go when I do go home. I don't have to worry about, you know, getting attacked in Walmart or getting attacked in a grocery store, or getting attacked, you know, by, by a bunch of people wherever I go. And I, it's somewhere that I can go. I don't have to wear a hat. I don't have to wear a hoodie, you know, and, and they treat me just like, I mean, they, they've known me all my life, so they treat me just like a normal person at this point. So back to that key to the city, does it open certain things? Because it sounds like you have a small town. So does it open, <laughs> like, certain stores? And if it could, what store would LeGarrette Blunt open up? Man, if, if I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a fashion type guy, and I'm a, so I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna go to, uh, I'm gonna go to the Hibbits. I'm a, I'd go to the Hibbits if they could let, me, if they would let me go to Hibbits, and you know, I'm under Nike, so if they would let me go to Hibbits and and get all the Nike stuff I can get, that's the first, that's the first place I'm gonna go. I you like know? that. Um, um, you know, I don't need the key to my mom's shop, you know, because. You know, I can go there anytime. So <laughs> I don't need the kid at that. I don't need the kid at that place, and I can go there and get clothes anytime. But she does make me pay for them. She doesn't. She doesn't give them to me for free. She make me pay for them, and then I have to post them on social media. <laughs> Good, <laughs> on, Good on mom. Good on mom. That's all, that's all I little see. Hey, mama about that cheddar. <laughs> do you want to give your Do you want to give your mom a quick shout out? The name of her store and everything. The name of The name of my mom's store is Bees Boutique. It's located in Perry, Florida. Everybody makes sure you. She has. She has some of some of the things that I wear to a lot of like the Celtics games. Um, when I go, when I go, when I have to go places and I have to dress up and stuff, a lot of the things that I get come from her store. So I just make sure that whenever I do go in there, that everyone knows that it's, it's a. You know what I'm saying? That's where I get my stuff from. It's, it's called Bees Boutique. It's on 1721 South Jefferson Street in Perry, Florida. Make sure you go check it out. It has amazing clothes for women. It's, it's basically a women's store, so it has amazing clothes for women, and and it's amazing clothes for men. She's just getting the men stuff in there because I requested it. Well, yeah, Ch- well, Chase loves that type of stuff. He loves women's clothes. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, man. I, you like that, <laughs> I know. You see what I deal with? <laughs> LeGarrette Blunt. I know. I know. LeGarrette Blount, two-time Super Bowl champion running back on the line with us. And, uh, you know, Le- LeGarrette, I, I did want to – I was kind of thinking about this when we were preparing for, for this interview. You came into the league in 2010, and you see the you see every position in the NFL kind of evolve over time. What has the evolution of the running back position been like from your standpoint since you came into the league? I mean, uh, it's, 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 it's evolution. Like, the evolution of the running back is, is- – I mean, you can see it. You know, um, it's gone. It's, it's gone from the the, the hard nosed runners, slashers. You know, and 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 categorizing categorizing guys in a certain you know area to you know guys like Le'Veon Bell doing what he does. You know, Ezekiel Elliott doing what he does. Um, you know, David Johnson, LaShawn McCoy, all those guys. You know, and 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 those guys are, are changing the game. You know, to where you know you have to be able to compete at a very high level in order to come here, come in here, and make a name for yourself in this league. If there was one running back in this league, Luckily that, for me, oh, oh, sorry, I'm nice enough to stay in that category. <laughs> <laughs> well, to continue on running backs, if there was one running back that Legarrette Blunt had to pay insert money amount to see on a Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football game, what if running there was back? A running back that I would have to pay what? Pay money, well, you know, buy okay. NFL ticket. Which one would that okay. be? Well, you only pick one. What if? What if? Like, if, even if I played with them before? Uh, I would say current, but sure, yeah. If you play with them before, that's fine. Any running back? Any yeah. running back? I, yeah. Any running back? I would. I would. It would have to be. Uh, it would have to be Le'Veon Bell. Good I think that's a great choice. Yeah. I mean, great he's, choice. He's one of the yeah. premier backs. I, in the I think. I honestly think that he's. I, I honestly think that he's the best all around running back in this league, hands down. I know a lot of guys, I know a lot of people probably won't agree with that because um, you know Ezekiel came in the league and done some really special things and I think he's going to be a future Hall of Fame running back. Don't get me wrong, but the most complete running back in, in the in the NFL, I think is Le'Veon hands down. Okay, fair enough. 
Uh, I think what was it? Ricky wanted to know what's what's your favorite NFL city to play in? Like when you're on the road, which what city do you get excited to see on the schedule? Yes, a great question. Anywhere that's not freezing cold. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> so definitely not Green Bay. If I had to, if I had to pick the 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 crowd that I mean, if I had to pick outside of New England, yes. The crowd that the the place that that is most exciting and and, and I, I've had the most fun playing is um I would have to say the Buccaneers just for the simple fact that you know obviously they haven't they haven't been a winning franchise for a really long time but everybody still comes out comes out to watch the games I mean just the history of the Buccaneers you know from the guys of Warren Sapp John Lynch you know Ward Dunn all those guys they they've left their mark in Tampa and and people come to this day. Still, and you'll see them having all all those jerseys, and and the, and the stands are the, the crowd is crazy there. I, I love the I love the the fact that they, no matter what the record is, they'll always come support the team. Talking with Legarrett Blunt, two time champion, running back in the NFL. All right, so you've played in a Super Bowl, you've won two Super Bowls, so you have that. But I know you're a sports fan, you're a fan of of just about anything. So on your on your bucket list. What's something that you want want to go to, whether it's a sporting event, uh, a, a world event, whatever the case may be? What's at the top of Legarrette Blunt's bucket list? Um, one thing that uh, uh, sporting the, the sporting events that I would love to go to, I would love to go to the Olympics. I would absolutely love that. You know, um, obviously, all those guys that are running in the Olympics in the sprint category are a lot faster than most of us in the NFL. It would be awesome to see those guys run like in person. Usain Bolt, like. You know, um, all those guys, it would be awesome to see those guys run in person. LG, it's funny that you say that because we, uh, our hypothetical question of the week this week is, would you rather win a professional sports championship or an Olympic gold medal? So I'll ask you the same thing. Would you rather have your Super Bowl ring or a shiny gold medal? I would rather have my Super Bowl ring, hands down. But I have a cousin that 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 ran in the Olympics, and and he has he has an Olympic he has an Olympic gold medal, and and he he actually came to my um he actually came to my parade and stuff, um and his and his his gold medal was I'm I'm not gonna lie it was it was pretty sweet. Does he give you a hard time at all? Like, well, you know, you may have won a championship, but I'm an American hero, so. So his 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 his. his his gold medal is obviously, you know, for for an event that he that he won that he won individually, you know. So in order for him to win that, he has to beat, you know, everybody basically. And um, his name his name is Armand Hall. I call him Gino, but um, he he's 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 Olympic gold medalist in 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 the four hundred, you know. So you know, is he 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 can't really give me a hard time because I've won. Twice, and he's only won one. <laughs> That's but, fair. <laughs> but um, but yeah, he. I mean, he's a beast. You know, he's the man. So he can. Nobody can really argue it down. I feel like there's 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 guys there's guys that have told me you know they would love to win the Super Bowl one day, and they don't even play football. You know, so I would I would I would definitely say hands down. You know, my trophy is the best. I'll put my ring up against his medal any time. I like it. Well, I've seen That's that. I yeah, I, I saw a picture of that ring, especially that first one, and it was uh, enormous. It was probably bigger than a gold medal. Man, the second one is, if, if you can believe it, um, I went to a back, I went to the, the Celtics game um, a few days ago. Um, I, I, I ran into uh, Mr. Kraft, the owner of the Patriots, and he was telling me about it. And he was like, "Wait till you see this ring. You, just when you thought it wouldn't get any crazier, these are bigger, shinier, better, more diamonds." And I'm like. Well, shoot! Can I get a sneak preview? But uh, he wouldn't show it to me though. So, but I'm, I, I can imagine this. I've seen the well. I mean, you've seen the first one, and this, the one that we have now. He said is a lot bigger and a lot so a lot better. So I'm excited to see this one. I like it. You got to go bigger. That's that's for sure. So you're a proud. You can't. You can't go. You can't downsize. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. not. No, why would you do that? Why? Garrett, um, and, if you get, and if you and if you get the same size, you got to at least put more diamonds in it. 
That's that's what Ricky would that's do. Really that's really valid. Exactly. Dominus, what I Dominus, Dominus, our guy's best friend too. Now. Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Bling bling. Blake Garrett, you're a proud Oregon Duck. Um, we all we all know that. And uh, this year got a new head coach, Willie Taggart, a guy that we know well from his time at Western Kentucky. Have you had any had a chance to meet Coach Taggart yet, or talk to him at all about the the upcoming season? I haven't just yet, but um, I plan I'm planning a trip to go out there and meet him. You know, and meet the guys on the team. Obviously, I haven't been there for a long time, so I know none of the players except for the ones like that I know from watching on watching the games on television and stuff. So it'll be awesome to go out there and meet him. Um, I'm looking forward to it. He seems like an amazing guy. He's really supportive of the whole program, so that's a good thing. I think you've heard of a guy named Marcus Mariota, though, uh, that we know oh, yeah, quite well in Nashville. He's the man. He's the man. He's probably. I, I would say he's. One of the top three players to ever come out of Oregon easily. Wow, that's that's quite the compliment. What uh, you played with a guy at Ben Roethlisberger that was a, a mobile quarterback, but you know had a rocket arm. We're seeing the development of Marcus as uh, as a guy that not afraid to make the big throws, but he can use his legs whenever he needs to. Have you seen a comparison at all between Ben and, and Marcus? And what do you think about Marcus's development in his first couple of years in the league? I've seen, I mean, I've seen Marcus develop I mean, over over his first couple of years in the league, and he's gotten, I mean, just just from his rookie year till this year, you can see that he's gotten a lot, a lot better. And you know, the the ceiling for him is is is, is limitless. You know, um, and obviously Ben is going to be a, a a Hall of Fame quarterback. You know, he's won he's won a Super Bowl or two, so you can't you can't I can't compare him. But I can say that Marcus Mariota is on the right track for being one of those guys. All right, so we're going to wrap this up with this last question, and it's a, it's a personal question. In five years, LeGarrette, where do you see yourself at? You'll be 35, uh, uh, probably looking at the end of the NFL career. Where do you see yourself on the uh, in the in the terms of life? Well, one of the things I've always wanted to do is be a coach, not a head coach, but a coach, you know, a position coach for the running back position, just for a simple fact that I've, I've played it all my life. I played it in the NFL. I played it at a very high level. And I, and I know, I know a lot of things that I can teach young guys that are coming up and coming out, you know, so that would be something that I would love to do. Um, if not, I'm going to have to figure out a way to, to, to make use of all the, all the free and spare time I'm going to have, you know, so, a lot of vacations are going to be coming up in that time. <laughs> well, I'm sure the the Perry County, uh, what is that? Perry County, Taylor County Bulldogs will uh, appreciate yes, you. Yes, sir. There you go. Ricky's done his homework. Kind of I have. Florida, had it on my arms. I make sure I let know. I let everybody know where I'm from, so nobody can ever say that I forgot where I came from. I, I represented it to the fullest, more than probably anybody represent their hometown in the league. So that's 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 where I, that's where my heart is. I got Nashville tatted on my arm. See, there it is. I really don't. I'm scared. Of, I'm scared of needles. You should. Try to get me. No. <laughs> hey, Legarrett, we really appreciate your time uh, for coming on with us. It's been a pleasure to talk to you, and uh, best of luck uh, here uh, coming up in the future. And whatever happens, uh, maybe win another Super Bowl. Maybe make it three. I think that'd be great. Drive off come back on. Monday. <laughs> I appreciate it a lot, man. Thank you guys for having me on, man. Two Super Bowls, I, I would never complain about, but three, that puts you. I mean, that probably puts you in the class that, I mean, uh, a, a lot more uh, is a way slimmer class that has three than had than the guys that have two. And Tom Brady is a part of that class. Obviously, they view him as one of the best quarterbacks to ever. Well, my opinion, the best quarterback to ever play the game. So you know. We'll see where things go from there, and hopefully I can get another one. LeGarrette, just never forget this. You have more Super Bowl rings than all of us in this room and Walter Payton and Barry Sanders combined. Thank sure. you. The guys that I put, two of the best running backs to ever play this game that I, that I definitely looked up to. Obviously, I didn't get a chance to watch Sweetness, but um, I got a chance to watch to watch Barry Sanders, and, and um, it's, it's awesome to say that you know I did at least one thing that they didn't weren't able to do. That is LeGarrette Blunt, two-time Super Bowl champion. Awesome to have him on our first show. And he is on the social medias. He is. He is. You can follow him. I, I wasn't prepared. I got to pull up. Um, 
We'll we'll send it all out, but yes, we we'll send tweet. it all out. But you can we find him on Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. He tweets out cute videos of his kid and all kinds of stuff. Who, who doesn't love that? Ricky's going to start doing that soon. I, I don't know about all that. We'll see about that. You need to. Uh, not that personal. <laughs> we'll see. I don't well, you're personal on some things. Oh, this, this is myself. I think, you man. know what? I think this is the perfect way to end the show. Our first first show. Hashtag Nashville Nights. That's what everybody knows us from. And that's what we're going to end. It's our claim to fame. Every sure. show with. And I, uh, I do have to just bring this up. So when the three of us go out, which is... Probably a weekly occurrence. We, yes. mm-hmm. you know, we go out to Nashville, hit Broadway, Midtown, Second. It doesn't matter. We We're, hobnob. We hobnob out there, and a lot of times we'll just give a shout out to Chris, Chris Schrader. We're going to see him play. Amber's boyfriend, a great musician, has some great music. Chris Schrader Music dot com. Chris Schrader dot Chris Schrader dot com. Yep, no C in Schrader. S H R A D E R. Yes. Go. So go check that out. But. We last night or Saturday night we were out hobnobbing as usual. Hobnobbing. And Ricky, this is something you always seem to do. Tell us. Chase. You go and shoot a shot for me. And I don't understand why you why you do that. You see, here's the thing, Chase. You, you know, let's get a little personal here. Chase doesn't have any brothers. So I'm more like an older brother for Chase. So I have to kind of push Chase or push a woman. On to Chase. <laughs> not Wait, literally. He does not, not literally, literally not do literally. that. I don't physically do that, but I, sometimes I have to do that for my man Chaser. No, you know, but you don't, though. Eh, sometimes I have no, to. No, you don't. You just think you do. No, eh, what he does is I he what he does is he makes a woman as uncomfortable as possible oh, yes. and then throws Chase into the mix. Right, which makes me uncomfortable. Very much so. And, and makes everyone uncomfortable. And he just kind of sits there laughing. Oh, the stories he, we could tell. As he watches this. Uh, it's just great. I just love it because I know that girl is probably going to walk away and say, you know what? Fuck that Ricky guy. <laughs> and it's okay because you, you know, well, you know, quite a few have actually said that they have. And guess what? I'll never see you again. So I agree. Fuck that Ricky guy. <laughs> and, and it's hilarious to me when I go, we go out and, and, and there's Chase. He's looking good and dapper and there's Amber and they see me and I'm like, Hey, I'm gonna go talk to that girl for Chase right there. And Chase doesn't realize it. And I go up to her. Oh, I realize it. I'm like, why is he doing this? And I'm like, hey, you see that tall guy right there? He is a single man in this town. I say, he's a big deal. And they go, really? What does he do? I say, oh, he owns a, a meat packing company. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Meat packing. I didn't know that that's actually what uh what you said. But yeah. Okay. I, I, it's, I tell girls different things that you do. Like one time, like I said, meat packing. Uh, I told one girl that you were a meteorologist. Nice. Which she believed it. Of course. I kind of look like I could be one. You could yeah. be one. And and she thought, well, what channel is he on? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I was like. We're best friends and you have yeah. no idea. I was like two sheets to the wind. And I was like, I don't know. He, he's a meteorologist. He's a freelance. <laughs> he just goes. Which I from, could be. He goes from station to station. Uh, but the stories I tell these girls who what Chase does and what he is. And sometimes they believe it. Sometimes they go, I have a boyfriend. I, I tell them, I don't give a shit. He's not here. Your boyfriend's not here. <laughs> Obviously, if you loved your boyfriend so much, he would be here with. Why me. are you here? Yeah, why are you here dressed like that? Like here you are with some with some boots on that show your ankles, and then you got this little short skirt on that shows your thigh tattoo. You know what are you doing here dressed like that? Does he know you're dressed like this in sixty one degree weather? Doubt it. He's probably at home reading the book. Wonder where his <laughs> the work. book, not a book, the book, the he's, Bible. He's, he's reading the Bible. He's reading the Bible or the dictionary, and he's wondering where is my sweet lady of the night, and she's out being a lady of the night. <laughs> Hashtag Nashville Nights, and that's Nashville Nights. Just a small sample. Just, oh yes, we just could go a on very forever small about sample. Nashville Nights. God, we can go on forever. So like, Nashville Nights is is a phenomenon. Like it's none the other. best. Like no other. It's a tradition like no other. So that is the first episode of Fifth and Broad. He's Ricky. She's Amber. I'm Chase. And this is basically what you're going to get. Subscribe. Make sure you subscribe to the show. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on any other little social media. Instagram. Instagram. Straight flexing. At Fifth and Broad. Snappy chappy. uh, (laughs) All that good stuff. Follow us. Follow our personal accounts. Chase, give them out. I I will send them out on on Twitter on 
on at Fifth and Broad. Just follow that, That's and I will, way I will tell it. you everything that you need to know. We'll even send you to Legarrette's mom's clothing shop. Yeah, do that. There you go. And that was a great interview, by the way. I learned a lot about Legarrette, and I think people are going to enjoy that interview. Even if you're not a Patriots fan or a Titans fan, where you used to play, or even a Tampa Bay fan, you we truly learned a lot about Legarrette Blunt today. Just the guy. Just the guy, not number 29. We learned about LeGarrette Montez Blunt. Well, you did your research. Oh, yeah. You big time did your research. Oh, yeah. Rick uh, Wikipedia the hell out of LeGarrette Blunt. You, like we said, right. you need to start, you need to start the site. Ricky knows com. I like it. That's what you need to do. It's better than Wikipedia. <laughs> That's an old nickname for another time. <laughs> Rickopedia. I, yeah. I like that too. Yeah, I wow. do too. I never heard that. Why have I not heard that one? That's a that's a that, old. That's for another time. It's for another story. Yeah, okay. that's for sure. All right, Amber, Ricky, we'll see you next week at Fifth and Broad on Twitter. I'm Chase. I'm Ricky. And I'm Amber. And somehow I'm going last again. And I'm Ron Burgundy Best for last. Oh, best for last. Yeah, that's true. And I'm Ron Burgundy. Hey. Stay classy, Nashville. Well, there's other people listening in just Nashville. Yeah. Stay cl- well. We want other people in just Nashville to listen to the show. Stay classy, everybody. See you later. It's a tape. Oh, y'all, stay classy. <laughs>